Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, still life taking photos or drawing or painting. Uh Video was never my source of desire to express myself, so my answer would be no. I never <laughs> actually had a desire to be on the, uh, you know, on the side of the camera where I create video. Or... Melting Pot, a global podcast series hosted by Pile, connects guests who have inspiring stories and reaches out to a multicultural audience over 52 countries. Guests are diverse, such as celebrities, entrepreneurs, travelers, and many more who've had a turning point in their lives and moved over to a holistic lifestyle. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, social media. Hi, everyone. Today, I am in conversation with two... Um, lovely people and we've been trying to have this conversation for I think a few months now and because they're all over the place so it was hard to pin both of them down but I finally managed to do that um, so I have a very smiley um, Vessi Banzukova um, talking to me today and also uh, Stefan Mutafshiev uh, I hope I got both the last names correct and I was able to pronounce them close enough. <laughs> but uh, you pronounce them just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, just a very, very quick introduction. Um, both Bessie and Stefan are professional photographers, um, but they're also in the movie business. And for those who are um, watching um, the episode, there is a very interesting background behind Bessie because she's on a film set at the moment. So we hear all about that from her um, during the course of the conversation. But I would really, really like to thank both of you um, for finding the time through your busy schedule to have this chat with me. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. <laughs> Okay, so um, where do we begin? Um, I think it would be interesting to get a little background to both uh, of you, Vessi and Stefan. Um, you know, so maybe we can start with Vessi. Uh, yeah. So I was born in uh, Sofia, Bulgaria. Uh, grew up in a family of an actor and economist. Ooh, um, interesting. <laughs> I studied fashion design. I worked as a key animator in animation, but I ended up as filmmaker and photographer. <laughs> okay. Mm. And um, oh, yes. how did you end up becoming a filmmaker and a photographer? 
photography is um, was mostly a hobby and is mostly a hobby for when we travel and sometimes doing portrait photography, uh, which is an interest of mine. So, um, you know, gradually life led me to that. And filmmaking is my profession and what I do for a living. I'm a line producer. Okay. Making <laughs> different, okay. different movies. <laughs> okay. What about you, Stefan? A little birdie told me that you have a background um, as a captain, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's correct. I was born in Varna. Yeah, I was born in Varna. My mid-school is photographer school. I studied five years photography. And after that, I went to Naval Academy uh, for another five years. Then I was sailing for uh, 11 years, uh, become a master mariner. Then I quit. Then I start uh, as a teacher. Uh, ship's inspector, and then I become in the movie industry like six, seven years ago. So generally, that's it. Okay, but that's interesting. From um, you know, I mean, what what kind of uh, caused this, or what prompted this transition from? being in the shipping industry um, to actually becoming, uh, you know, becoming part of the film industry? Uh, first, uh, that was uh, that at some point I wanted some changes. So that's why I quit sailing and start looking for something. Uh, and the other reason was Vesi. I met her after that. And okay. at some point they were looking for people and I become part of the movie industry. Okay, interesting. So can you take us uh, through, you know, a little bit um, more in detail about exactly what you do in the movie business? I know, Vesi, you mentioned that you're a line producer, but um, in addition to that, um, or well, that is one part of it. And then what else is involved um, with you within the industry me personally uh i started as a location manager which uh, mainly is to uh i mean reading the script finding the locations which are thinking that they're working for the director presenting them and uh, after that all the logistic connected to this location which being chosen so the job is I mean, mainly traveling, looking, photographing, presenting the things, and then a lot of management after that. And the last few years, I become production manager, which is just more managing the things. Okay. But uh, it, <laughs> uh, uh, it's very interesting for me, both location manager and production manager. And uh, this type of logistic, connecting the things, making happen. It's uh, very interesting, including yeah, with photo shooting and traveling. So um, it's nice. I really enjoy the thing. Yeah, so yeah. As, a, as, a, as a location manager and a production manager, um, you 
scout for locations only within Bulgaria or um, other parts of Europe as well? Uh, usually, location manager can scout only within the country. But the last uh, few years we've been in Greece, just the production expanded there. So once, uh, I mean, once I became production manager, uh, I'm at the same time uh, <clears throat> location supervisor, which means that when you have local locations, location managers, you can send them scouting and you can organize them. So yeah, the answer is mainly yes in your country, but at the same time, we covered Greece in the last few years. Okay. What about you, Bessie? Sure. My job in the film is I read the script. I make a budget, uh, how much money we need in order to accomplish and film this entire script. I hire crew. And then uh, I have to supervise. So we stay within the budget. We make our days, shooting days. The crew is doing their job as they're supposed to. So also management stuff, but mostly with the budget and hiring crew. So how do you get approached? I'm assuming you have your own company, right? Um, both, both of you, or do you work uh, as freelance? And how do you, so you obviously have, um, international films that you know because your country is so beautiful and um, you know I know in Indian cinema there is a lot of uh, uh, times that you see um, Sophia or you know some some other places in your in your country as locations so um, is it like what is the process uh, that's the first part of the question and the second part of the question is who like, how do you go about actually procuring uh, the film and, you know, and uh, working on the, the, the location and the production and all of that? So what's the process? Uh, we're mostly freelancers. We do have our own companies, but we are mostly freelancers. So a line producer could be hired and of course, location manager or production manager. Most of the crew, which uh, on my average movies are around 300 people, 200, 300 people crew. They're all freelancers. So we gather all together for one movie and then uh, we say bye and wait for the next one. And then you move on. Uh, the process is the... Uh, there are producers who buy the script, finance the script, uh, cast, uh, you know, find the director, choose the cast, and then my work begins to break down the script into budget lines, how much we need for this, how much we need for that, and it's a very dynamic document, the budget, because, you know, you start with one thing thinking, this is how it's gonna go, but then something comes up. And so the idea is to be very flexible and to find once the director comes on board, he starts asking for things that he would like to have. 
Yeah, but so, may not fit in your budget and they may not fit So, in. yes, I'm finding money from one light to another, you know, just to be able to accomplish the movie. And, you know, we start bringing people on board, hiring different technical crews, different arts crews, and so on and so forth. Mm. And uh, where are, so are these local films or do you also... Um, get involved in, uh, you know, in international projects? Our projects are mostly international. They are, for example, now we are shooting Hellboy. Okay. Uh, it's, what is it, number three, four? Four. 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 Oh, uh, before yeah. that, we shot with Aaron Eckert in Greece. Uh, we shot The Expendables 4. Okay. We showed Antonio Banderas movie before that. So it's mostly international. Okay. And um, so clearly your, uh, you know, both your job, you know, you kind of, when you actually see the finished product of a film on screen, um, you're just completely mesmerized with the location and uh with it because it's the complete picture correct but i think um what goes on behind the scenes um is probably what really um makes the film and it's it's your hard work and your getting the crew together the a location which I can imagine um, must scouting is exciting, but at the same time, to get all the clearances must be quite uh, quite um, hard. So, Stefan, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, it's not easy, but it's interesting uh, because uh, depend of the 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 size of the production. Uh, sometimes our trucks and everything it's a lot. Sometimes you have good locations, but you are worried to present to the director because of the difficult logistic in these areas. I mean, it doesn't matter, is it the downtown or uh, forest, mountain, when you have difficult access, uh, it's, not, it's not easy. Uh, you have always the question, shall I show this one or not? Are yeah. we going to arrange to work for us or not? And then... Uh, yeah, and as usual, the most difficult is the most liked location. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, uh, the productions are, I mean, sometimes we explain to local people where we're going to shoot. Uh, we are coming with a lot of equipment and track, and they said, okay, but uh, okay, okay, no problem, no problem. But it's not always no problem because that they don't realize how big is the all the people, including the trucks, equipment, and everything. And then when they see everything, when it's coming, they are really, really surprised because we have sometimes 20, 30 trucks with us, big size, not something uh, regular. And then you have uh, crew cars, you have uh, many equipment which has supported the team. So yeah. it's quite big sometimes. And uh, this all needs to be organized, permissions, logistics, parking, uh, food, toilets, everything is coming together. And you need space. Yeah. And of course, you are 
dependent of the weather forecast, which uh, yes. not always working for you. You have always always issue. Is it too shiny or raining or snow? Not today. Sometimes you start shooting one day with good sun, and on the next day you have snow, and then you have to have continuity yeah. there. So and so then also the budget gets impacted, right? Because yes, of course. Uh, you know, yeah. schedule, you've got X of course. Of budget days. always is becoming first. <laughs> yeah, budget uh, always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is interesting, you have issue, they are coming everyday surprises. And, uh, but this is the interesting part to, to, to deal with this and finally to get. As, to as get we joke, uh, we joke a lot when people ask us what, uh, what do we do in movies? We go, oh, we're problem solvers. Like, <laughs> I don't say I'm a line producer, his production, and we're problem solvers, like the Department of Emergency. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I think you're, For... you're the backbone of the production. <laughs> For example, yeah, today no we... Sorry. Sorry. We, start, we have to start shooting today at 12 o'clock. So Stefan goes in the morning and... He needs to move the trucks to the new location. One truck gets stuck. So they spend hours, you know, trying to get the truck out in order to move all the other trucks to where they need to be. Right. And then 12 o'clock comes, we all arrive as if nothing had happened. Everything is there. Everything is ready. But the nightmare he went through a few hours before that, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's the beauty of, um, you know, of uh, what you do. And um, I wonder if, uh, you know, you've ever thought of actually, because you are, I know, photographer, photography is a hobby for you. But have you ever thought of uh, directing a film or being a part of a film project where you're not um, the line producer or you're not the problem solver, but you're actually the creative person? Has that ever come to you, especially you, Bessie, because you're... <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You said, <laughs> excuse me, you said, <clears throat> that um one of your your mother or your father is an actor right yes right 
So has that ever occurred to you? I am uh, mostly into the still life. This is my place of happiness. So still life, taking photos or drawing or painting. Uh, video was never my source of desire to express myself. So my answer would be no. I never <laughs> actually had a desire to be on the uh you know, on the side of the camera where I create video or, oh, or film. Well, what about you, Stefan? Uh, now, definitely no. Uh, there was a time when I finished uh, photography school and just in my mind was just to maybe to study, to be director of photography, for to be behind the camera. But that was for a very short time. Then I went to Navo Academy and... Uh, I think I over with these uh, wishes and uh, dreams. Wishes. Yeah. But uh, yeah. so it, I think it was something very for very very short time in my mind. Nothing else. So now definitely, what I'm doing is what I really like to do, and uh, still photography is still something which I really love and doing, but really like a hobby. Not, uh, I mean, professional. going around, traveling, yeah, traveling, scouting, it's still photography again. So this is what I need and what I want and what I do. Okay. Um, so any one or two films that, um, you know, you can talk about where um, it was like situations that <laughs> were really, really, uh, difficult to handle and then how you overcame those situations and before before you answer that um, you mentioned Vessi that you also hire um, the the crew right um, yes. so that would be only obviously um, in Bulgaria and now in in Greece the local crew but what about actors? Is that something that um, you're also involved in? Because obviously a production in, um, in an outside location of, say for example, if it's a Hollywood production, um, there would be, they can't bring all the actors with them. So I'm sure there must be local actors as well. So are you involved in, in that process as well or not? Yes, absolutely. I'm involved in this. So what happens is I secure a casting agency for the overseas actors first, you, you know, or for the lead actors. And then I secure a local casting agency that could bring the local actors. Then the director starts casting different actors who are reading for the parts. And my job comes again when we start signing the actors. When the director chooses someone, and then I have to secure contracts and deals and all that stuff. Okay. So yes. Okay. Um, okay. So now, any couple of films that really stood out for you? For difficulty-wise, it was uh, the movie is called The Enforcer. It was pretty not too long ago, two years ago. The movie. We came out, what is it, a few months ago? 
that was the Antonio uh, Banderas movie. So the movie was supposed to be shot in Greece. That's the first time we went to Greece to shoot a movie. Greece in Thessaloniki. There is no industry there movie. There is no crew that you can find. No professional people. <laughs> and we had four, five weeks of prep. Only five weeks of prep. So we had to make, you know, make a company there, register a company there in order, you know, for all the payroll stuff to go through, all the legal stuff to, you know, be set in place. And of course, the rest, finding crew, uh, local crew, which we didn't find, but we found amazing and fantastic young people, literally pulled them from the streets <laughs> with, with a desire to work with us and they did fantastic jobs. And now we, two years later, we still have some of the Greeks even following us to Bulgaria and, you know, shooting movies here. But this movie was a great, great challenge to prepare and to shoot in a completely new place with completely in, in a country that knew nothing about filmmaking. Mm. Interesting. But we did it. We did it. <laughs> now you have yeah. the experience to be able to you know uh, replicate it again uh, because you've already obviously you've established especially in Greece now you've established a connection and you've got a pool of people that you can work with so so that's quite interesting yeah uh, any any other movie where um, the experience was so fulfilling um, you know that it will always um, stay with you, whether it was, uh, you know, the, the 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 director or the actors or or the whole, you know, the whole outcome of the film. Um, that will that was so kind of fulfilling that it will stay with you for always. Stefan, Bessie, yeah, uh, for Stefan, me, yeah. For, for me. Uh, when you mentioned which one was which challenge, the most challenge, I was going to say the same movie, The Enforcer, because <laughs> everything what she mentioned, yeah, because I remember I arrived in Thessaloniki, they said we have to shoot in five weeks, and uh, we didn't start scouting the locations, we didn't have local people yet to start scouting the locations, I don't know, the, I didn't know the process at that time, which sometimes is slower, sometimes is easier, but I knew nothing and it was very, very challenging. And I remember we had to close on the second day, the roundabout of Thessaloniki, which is the main road. And I was so worried because uh, everyone in Greece say, don't worry, it's going to happen. Yeah, and this is <laughs> making me the most worried person in that time. But, uh, okay, we closed the, the ring road, the roundabout, but the the people which was surprised me, that was the first the I mean the first big movie shoot in Thessaloniki. And the people were stopping, blocking everywhere in order to come to the highway to ring road and to see what we are doing there, which was the main issue. <laughs> More or less all the time, because people are curious. I mean, in Sofia. We are shooting here more than 20 years and the people used to know that we are going around and doing <laughs> something. 
but for Thessaloniki it was something so new and we were not expected to to see these things. Even I remember one of the scenes uh, where Antonio Banderas is moving on the beach is very, I mean, dramatic scene. And then behind we have like thousand people which been on the beach making like a party. So, <laughs> but we are somewhere between. I mean, it is interesting and challenging to to keep away both parts and just, uh, I mean, to make things happen there. Yeah. So, uh, again, this is the most uh, challenging movie for me. Vesi has much more movies than this. She's working this more than 20 years. So Maybe because it's the most recent movie. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, the, this is not know, possible, but... Uh, I, I can so think of... Remember Rambo, when we were shooting Rambo 5? Yeah. We shot it here in Sofia. This was also very, very challenging. And it was because of Sylvester Stallone. So we prepared the movie, we start shooting and he arrives. But he likes to have his own input in the movie. So he would arrive on set and change absolutely everything we have prepared. So he goes, <laughs> okay, I want this. So literally in an hour we have to pull it together and you know, make sure that we have everything and we start shooting according to his desires. And he would keep changing every day, every day. For example, we would prepare for a night shoot and he goes, I'm not shooting night. I want to shoot it during the day. This is a whole new setup, and, yeah. you know, for lighting, for for planning, for lighting, for everything. But again, we did it and we loved being part of this movie. You know, we stuck together yeah. as a crew and we did it and we were happy. <laughs> yeah. And then the results were also pretty amazing. So pretty amazing. The fans <laughs> were very happy with the movie, <laughs> which is important. So Bulgaria is obviously, um, you know, has positioned uh, itself as a country welcoming uh, filmmakers to come and use the different locations for film shoots, right? Yes. And how long has uh, that been uh, a thing for Bulgaria? How many uh, for, for the international, as we say, Hollywood movies, it's been more than 25 years now. Maybe more than 25 years, yeah. And any other international... Uh, you know, movies from other outside of Hollywood that actually use Bulgaria for their um, their shoots and the setup. Yeah, Vesi had a movie with uh, from India, the Bollywood. She had a movie. I don't know. Is it only one or more than one? More uh, than one, but <laughs> do you remember I, which I one? I do, had... you, do you remember which one? It's called Shivai with Ajay Devgan. Okay. Okay. I also had one movie with Indian, which just now recently they have to finish. I had a company from Japan once, but I think they've been here not once, but I was involved in one of the projects. Uh, but also a lot of European, UK, Europe, French, um, Spanish. Yeah. Oh. Yes, yes. Wow, that's, yeah, that's, 
So it's, yeah, because I'm aware that Bulgaria is known for uh, its locations and, you know, a lot of uh, films do get shot there. So typically, um, you know, how long would um, the whole um, scheduling, like, yeah, what, like, do you have a typical... Uh, scheduling format that okay in one week or or it depends on the size of the project depends on the size and the production but let's say our average productions would go for eight weeks of prep and eight to nine weeks of shoot and Pre-prep would be, it could be even a year, like from getting the script, the rewrite, securing the rights, you know, that stuff could be more than a year sometimes. Uh, yeah, depends. But yeah, the average is, let's say, two months of prep and two, three months of shoot. Okay, and then of course the film goes into... Other, a post production, yeah. and then after after we shoot, after we finish shooting, post production would is around a year. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, sorry, Stefan, do you have anything? Did you want to add? Something? No, 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 exactly. No, no, exactly. I mean, nothing to add. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is more or less the average uh, period which we cover for. Or production. Sometimes one year is not enough for the post-production. There are movies needs longer, depend what is involved. But yeah, that's it. And uh, the post-production happens in Bulgaria itself, generally with the films that you work with, or the post-production is done if it's a Hollywood or if it's Indian film or European back in in the country. With Mm, depends on the director sometimes he already has like an editor and a post-production facility that can be anywhere in Australia in the US in Canada depends okay but does Bulgaria also have facilities yes we also have facilities in Bulgaria okay okay great so um this was so much fun uh talking to both of you and yeah <laughs> And Same so, here. <laughs> thank you. So um, before we kind of uh, wrap up the conversation, anything, you know, that you would like to share with the young people who would like to, whichever part of the world they may be in, uh, who would like to do what you do um, for a living, is there any advice or any anything that you would like to share? Because you've got a lot of experience. Um, in what you do yes I would uh, advise the young people don't be in a hurry start small and you will grow into what you want to become don't don't try to start big because that almost never happens mm. yeah <laughs> but don't despise the small beginnings they will lead you anywhere yeah that's true it's it's um slow steps right and yes yeah and the and then just gather experience and you know exactly i'm i'm assuming like given um not so much you bessie but with stefan from 
you know, a completely different industry to doing what um, you're doing now. I think that is also uh, something that if people are passionate about wanting to get into the film business, but the back end of the film business, then um, it's hard work, but don't hesitate. And uh, if you don't try, you'll never know, correct? Yeah, yeah. You have to try if you, I mean, if you're willing to, yeah, it's very interesting. It's not easy, but if you work with, uh, I mean, with your heart, if I said so, uh, yeah, it's nice. It's going to happen. Good. <laughs> Thank really, you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I've really um, enjoyed this conversation and I can see uh, Vessi behind you that the clouds are getting thicker and thicker you're <laughs> absolutely amazing <laughs> but um, I hope it's not going to be a rained out uh, day of shooting <laughs> thank you Payal I enjoyed it so much thank you I appreciate yeah, it thank you very much thank yeah, me you. too thank yeah, you thank take you. care yeah take care bye 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 for more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.